Welcome, welcome, welcome to Queen Breeze Logic Podcast, everybody. Thank you for joining in. And I know I talked about this month, which is Autism Awareness Month. Yay, yay. Okay, no. <laughs> so, again, I've talked about this before, that this is a very good special month for me because of the fact that my daughter, she is, um, she's, well, most people don't call it that anymore, but it's Asperger's, but at the same token, it's autism spectrum disorder. And if you are not aware of what autism spectrum disorder is, please go to the DSM-5 and look it up and, or you can Google it or you can see. So anyways, um, I want to talk about from a spam standpoint, I know I talked from a parental standpoint last time. This time, I want to talk about the parent, the, the educator standpoint. So, again, so to every day, I get up. I get up every day and go to work. And when I go to work, my main goal is to make sure that who Johnny, Susie, and the doctor in them that said that this person is unable or incapable of able, you know, being able to walk ever in life or being able to function in certain areas um, ever in life. My job, because Dr. and Susie and them and Lil John John said they were not able to do it. We're going to set goals and make sure that this child is able to do something independently on their own. If they're not able to do it on their own, they're going to have the capabilities of understanding what to do or any any of that nature. We don't push the child, but at the same token, we help better understand by, you know, their their circumstances by helping them function better. You know what I mean? See, that's that's the difference between how we get up and live every day versus a child that is unable or capable of getting up and doing the things that they need to do on their own. Now, I still, we still teaching them and implanting them things like, you know, names and numbers and counting and adding and subtracting or whatever the case being and alphabets and nouns, verbs, all that good stuff. That don't, that doesn't set aside normal curriculum for what we need to be doing as well. We implement both into this child's life. Now, that's a little bit about from an educator standpoint. Now, I don't know if anybody understands what being on the spectrum for low is, but these are children still, because mine and I talked about being high, and my daughter, the things that I seen in my child that was, you know, that concerned me as a parent. Um, now, I don't know if if you can tell, but uh, being on the low spectrum, you might see, you know, typical signs and symptoms of, you know, uh, social abilities still. Being able, they're, if they're repeating their behaviors, if they ha- their behaviors are very high, you know what I mean? Like, um, let's say... Uh, they're they're throwing tantrums and 
um, they're, you're unable to understand exactly because that's all this is. Okay, that's another thing. When some when a when a child with a disability is is unable to communicate with you, there is probably something that they're trying. They're doing their best to show you what they want, and it is your objective to figure it out. So if they're throwing a tantrum, and Lil John John ain't ate all week. Nine times out of ten, Lil John John hungry. Or you gotta just think, if you weren't able to talk, or if you weren't able to, to you know, to communicate properly like most people, how would you get someone's attention to tell them that you you need these things? Sleeping. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people get angry when they they need sleep, or hangry, <laughs> as what I call it. And some people get hangry when, you know, they're tired and hungry and and they're throwing a tantrum, or if they're getting upset or something and they're throwing things. So you have to look at the behaviors, the way that they're able to 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 deliver their messages, or you know, the way that they need the the, the attention. It is, it is your job to understand these things. So it's, there can be different levels. Okay. So um, I believe, is it three or five? Cat- is it three categories? I think the, the DSM-5, which is called the Diagnostic Statistical Manual for Mental Mental Health Disorders. Okay. Or me- I think it's Mental Disorders. If you look in that book... I believe it has three levels, yeah, of severities, okay? It goes from low to high, or um, no, high to low, that's what it is. It goes from high to low, which the high is one, then three is basically low-functioning autism. Now, um, that's why I tell people to please get up you know, on, on, you know, on your knowledge, please get up, stay up today on your knowledge, because it is, this is very, the DS, the DSM five is very knowledgeable. Okay. It is extremely knowledgeable in all types of areas. It talks about a lot of different things that people really need to understand because again, like I always state, everybody got issues. Everybody got problems and everybody got a mental health everyone this is my standpoint I don't know about y'all but me personally I believe that everybody has a mental disorder or of some sort of some sort whether it's personality disorder bipolar um because everybody's had trauma in their life generally people have had trauma in their life some people most people I'll just put like that most people um I've never really too much met anybody that hasn't had any type of trauma in their life or you know don't you know because even being even being a loner (laughs) that's 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 still classified as something you know what I mean a narcissist you know you you have all these different things as classified as different things in your life and you uh, some people do not understand what does it mean so I promise you that manual will guide you in life it really will so two is also 
uh, like the, a happy medium between high and low, okay, of the spectrum disorder. Um, well, the autism spectrum disorder. Um, again, I don't care how high, low, middle. Do not treat any of. Do not treat them like they're different because they are the same. They're just like me, and you love them the same. Love them the same. I stress that. Love them the same. Because you're going to meet a lot of people throughout the walks of life with something going on. Some people some people have a small amount of autism in them. And you, you never even know. <laughs> never even know. Because there's so many people that, 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 have, that lack social skills to where you don't even understand if they probably are, you know, if they're autistic or not. They could just be high-functioning. Like my kid. So, so yeah, just, just take that in perspective. Um, but some people have a lot of different things that, um, that can have other, other symptoms that go along with it. Other severe symptoms when they have, um, uh, autism spectrum. Some people have epilepsy, um, some people have uh, fragile X syndrome. It's just so much stuff that can possibly, uh, when they're when they're low, they have, they can have several other things that surround their stuff. But they're nonverbal. You know, that's another thing. That's a strong point that I really want to stress because if you're lo- if they're low, nine times out of ten they're gonna probably be nonverbal. Some you know sometimes, but. That's if that's how that's the that's the the low. Now, um, there are some verbal uh, there are some verbal that are kind of low as well. And um, again, you still treat them the same. You still love them, meet their needs, and you know be able to help them function better. Um, what else was I going to talk about? I know that when you're dealing with, you know, people that have this disorder on a low spectrum, um, they possibly also have impaired communication skills. So, you know, that's, that's something that, um, so they might, something might, their, their impairment might be kind of low, in that aspect or their their vision might be sometimes off or you know you just you never know you never know you never know but um it just it just depends it just depends so um i guess the goal again like i've stated is to make sure you have a happy healthy child that you're dealing with that's that's the main goal having a happy healthy child meeting their needs helping them function, helping them be as independent as possible and loving them and supporting them. Um, You learn so much. You learn so much. I think that being in the field that I am currently, this taught me, because I've been in this field for like, I think seven years now. And I got in this field on accident by helping a friend and uh, 
she wanted me to come apply she wanted me to come sub for her in her class and I took that job and ended up loving it and going back to school and for psychology and staying in this field so that helped me out a lot I think that God helped me understand better where I was supposed to be at so do not treat these people any different I really stress that a lot and love them unconditionally because it takes a strong heart it does it takes somebody that has patience and a lot of time to to love them you know that's pretty much all they really need but um thank you everybody for coming in and um checking me out on my podcast and listening to my episode for autism awareness month i really appreciate the love and support and again if you have yet heard about the dsm5 please go cop that and read up on it and tell me what you think so uh again you'll 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 find so much stuff in there knowledgeable but uh thank you for listening again Until next time, everybody. Bye.